Welcome back, M&Ms. We are live on mental <laughs> maintenance. Uh, so this episode, we actually got to interview Denise's husband and one of his brothers. One of his many brothers, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was um, it was cool. Yeah, I think it was funny. They are... I'm just going to go ahead and apologize a little bit right now. They, they mumble quite a bit. <laughs> um, but I thought it was good to kind of go over some of what their you know their story their is. upbringing yeah yeah because I do feel like it it was a little different being um raised in a village in Alaska a remote mm-hmm. village in Alaska and for those of you who aren't familiar I mean tiny True, think of yeah. tiny I think that I think Point Hope has a total of like 600 people yeah which is where they grew up for mm-hmm. the most part um, and you could definitely tell throughout the whole entire episode that they are definitely siblings. Yeah. <laughs> they, uh, I, and you can kind of tell that with, like, all of the siblings. Mm-hmm. It's maybe, I think you could see one of their sil- siblings, like, in the store and think, like, oh, that's a Sereno. Mm-hmm. Like, without them being, ar- the other one being around. Yeah. Uh, so tell our listeners, how many siblings does Steven have? Steven is one of ten. So there's a lot. Charlotte has a lot of aunts and uncles and cousins. I don't think I asked this, or I don't think I asked them this, but how many brothers are there compared to sisters? There's seven boys and three girls. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So we talked to two of the seven boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're towards the end. Yeah. Stephen is eighth, and Nick is ninth. Mm-hmm. And then they have one younger brother. Okay. But all the rest of them are older. Such a huge family. (laughs) (laughs) But I think you guys are going to enjoy this one. Um, Like I said, their upbringing was a little bit different, and it's cool to listen to them talk about that and then how they evolved into adults And um, because they didn't learn necessarily certain social aspects Mm -hmm. until they absolutely had to and were kind of, like, put out into the real world. Yeah, and, like, forced into it. And their stories are so – like, their paths were so different. Different after that, yeah. Yeah. the way yeah like once they left home even though they were raised in the same home just four years apart from each other their journeys are totally different Mm -hmm. yeah i really like talking to them just because nick is he cracks me up i he just always has me laughing he's so sarcastic Mm -hmm. very (laughs) yeah (laughs) um okay so we didn't get a chance to get an answer from the guests that Stephen and Nick had a question for. But Stephen asked Angelica, do you as a victim of abuse worry about bringing children into a world with predators? And her answer was no. I don't have kids of my own, but as an educator, I educate my students on scenarios where they may not feel safe. I inform them if they don't feel safe, loudly say stop and what they don't like. We discuss finding an adult who they feel safe with when another adult, even those they trust or their peers, are not being safe with their bodies or words. Unfortunately, when I decide to bring children in the world, I can't protect them from all individuals. What I can do is teach them about their bodies that's safe and unsafe, educate them on using a firm tone to convey when others are being unkind or mistreating them or others. I feel I was told to beware of strangers but was never educated about my body, of how any person can hurt you, and if an individual did on how to handle those particular scenarios. I think that was a good question. I was actually kind of surprised that that was what Stephen asked because it was... um 
a little bit more of a, a little bit deeper of a question than I was expecting mm-hmm. from him. Yeah, I thought, um, I mean, I definitely liked her answer because I do feel like for whatever reason, society like backs away from like bodies, mm-hmm. like especially as like younger children, like we shouldn't be using the actual names of body parts and we shouldn't like it's people just get like scared to talk about that yeah. and it's um I feel like if we're not doing that we're not keeping our children as safe as we could be right but but it's hard because at the same time yeah like she said you can't you can only you can't, do so much yeah yeah it's crazy, crazy. <laughs> all right well we hope you guys enjoy this episode of mental maintenance and uh have fun listening to Stephen and nick sereno today welcome to mental maintenance <laughs> um mixed mixed emotions yeah i would say we have a little mixed emotions going on about this <laughs> because you're here together or because uh i would say talking in general <laughs> yeah basically important. opening up in any way possible <laughs> <laughs> It's just kind of, I mean, that's that's right on par, I feel like, with the Sereno family, like, motto. <laughs> just keep it to yourself. Yeah, yeah you know, you just, you know, you repress everything. <laughs> that's what, oh, that's what men do. Which is not. <laughs> yeah, the point, the, point, the point of this right podcast, there. yeah, yeah. That's um, I'm sure it'll be should, cathartic. Yeah, it'll be good. It'll be good for us. Emotional yeah. queens over here. They're <laughs> 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 like, Really? Tell us more about that. Mm-hmm. How does that feel? Can I cry with you? <laughs> Is that okay? You could try. <laughs> Probably um, won't be room any tears, but yeah. I watched Old Yeller a couple nights ago. I'm a little teared up. That's not true. Now, I pretty much everything has to do with a child makes me cry. Yeah. At some yeah. point or another. Once you have a daughter, kids will do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we're only emotional about things we don't have to be emotional about. Well, you have to be emotional about your daughter. Well, that's not what I mean. Like, or your dog. or <laughs> It's just like the weird, like, random things that just set you off for some reason. Like, yeah. So, I feel like, I don't remember how it came up, but Denise was like, yeah, Stephen has nine siblings. And I was like, excuse me, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's ten? What I, yeah, what I always say is that's what happens when a Catholic couple becomes Baptist. <laughs> Pretty and, much. And you also get paid a P or a PFD for every kid. That, that is you not have. why your parents had children. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well no, it's snow, snow shoveling. <laughs> snow shoveling. Uh, that's true. Yeah. They had a work crew going on there for a while. Yeah. Um I think my I think dad said that mom every year would either want a dog or a kid, and my dad hates dogs, so <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> he says that, but I've seen him around dogs before. He yeah, he's, dogs. he's a softie. Yeah. 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 So he's, where do you guys fall in the... Uh, eight and nine. Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't realize. So we're the younger crew. It's kind of usually, it's divided in like halves, so like yeah, the first yeah, five like were The first half didn't grow up with, it. you know, like we didn't grow up with the first half. Like right. we met them later in life. Like we barely knew them, kind of. It was like two different sets of kids. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, I don't think I start started talking to our oldest brother legitimately until I was... <laughs> probably until we were together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So probably like 20s. 
Yeah. Or he, yeah. Just because yeah. he was like kind of an adult doing his own thing. Yeah, he lived. Yeah. He lives in New York, and oh. uh, like we. I mean, what what are we gonna talk about? You know, <laughs> 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 yeah, he's twenty or twenty something years older than me or whatever. Oh, wow, so okay. or yeah, twenty ish. Well, yeah. yeah. So, not yeah. a lot in common, but. Uh, I, it was it was really weird the first time I ever met him because we um, the first time I met him was on our honeymoon. Yes. So we had I had I mean, we'd been together for four years and this was like one of his siblings that I hadn't met and they just I I told I remember telling you like when we were leaving like after the first hangout or whatever and just being like that was weird <laughs> like that's your brother <laughs> Why was that so awkward? Yeah. that was like it was like hanging out with like an uncle like it yeah. was just weird it was weird and not like an uncle that you're close with either like a an estranged uncle or like it, i don't know it was just it was really weird i mean yeah. it's not like that anymore at all well, no i mean then the like guys, once but... we're all together it's yeah like it's... i feel like getting together like you know at least like for the tournament and everything once a year definitely brought us all a little closer like, yeah i mean it the the uh sibling rivalries and you know giving each other shit pretty much escalates the more we're together yeah, that's I true guess, so. <laughs> so by the end of this it might be pretty bad yeah but. probably be a couple edits you know <laughs> got a little too hateful there watching them play hockey though is really cool because <laughs> well with some, some of us <laughs> some brothers have because all the brothers play hockey for the yeah. most part um, and some of them have like clear chemistry like they can find <laughs> each other on the ice no matter what like they're just it's actually really cool to watch them and then there are brothers like Steven and Nick yeah even though we're the closest <laughs> in age we have no <laughs> chemistry yeah, together but then him and Dave are really good and then yeah. like me and Daryl are really good yeah um, Derek just kind of hangs out he's, he's, <laughs> he's, uh, he's usually in the back somewhere yeah Drinking coffee on the bench. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I just find it kind of interesting that all of you play hockey. Well, so, like my sister and I have zero interest, better. same interest in like sports. Okay. Well, I guess that comes from where we grew up. Yeah. Like our dad was, he played hockey. Yeah. Um, he played juniors, right? Yeah, in New, New York. York. And uh, he so, was a goalie. But <laughs> because we were. Where we grew up was there was nothing to do, um, and there was plenty of ice and plenty of cold. Um, There's just something sense. that was basically like our gym class because we were homeschooled and like that was our athletic thing to do. Right. Um, so for yeah, whether it was 30 below or 40 below, we would go out there for <laughs> 50 mile an hour winds. Oh my yeah. god, where'd you guys grow up? Point Point Hope and Barrow, uh, which is. The Arctic. <laughs> yeah. It was, it, was, it was interesting. On the slope. Yeah, on the slope. <laughs> um, <laughs> In the bill. <laughs> and you really enjoy hockey. Yes. And Nick? So growing up, like, yeah, it wasn't it was something more like I felt like I was being pushed to do instead of something I actually enjoyed. So in that way, I didn't enjoy it as a kid, I guess. I mean, I definitely enjoy it now. But yeah. As, yeah, as a kid, it was more like... But probably because you're allowed to enjoy it. Like, there's nobody... Yeah, there. or there's nobody pressuring me to enjoy it. And yeah. Like, what's wrong with you? Why, <laughs> why don't you like this? Why don't you like everything everybody else likes? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Nick was always more like... Uh, I mean, I don't mind saying... He, he's, he's definitely smarter than I am. 
so he's more artistic and uh, and stuff. Artistic bordering autistic. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's your words. That's, um, an, that's an interesting thought. Yeah, I'll well, have to oh, take that away from you. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, take this test on paper and just answer it. Yeah, uh, yeah the rest of us were just kind of like, you know, anything that we could get some kind of physical... Uh, exertion, you know, because we were just keep, cooped up in the house like all winter long. It's yeah, it that was is just true. awful. And then, so anytime we, I mean, that's you know, a lot of fights, a lot of yelling and stuff going on. But it was, I guess, what also brought us all together. And it was also a reason for some of us to leave earlier than because we were somehow decent at it, even though we grew up playing against each other. Right. So yeah, that, we, that's yeah. why I left. I left earlier at fifteen to go play. Or try to play, so, um, yeah. And you went to Washington originally, or did you come to Fairbanks first, or Barrow, or how did that? So happen? I went to Barrow first, um, and then Washington somehow, which was a horrible idea. But I played a few games of juniors in Washington. I was horrible, and then I came back to Fairbanks because I was like, oh well, if I play juniors in Washington, I can play juniors in Alaska. And it just was not, it was, it was fun, but it was not, I'd ended up not playing juniors and, uh, played a, a tier down midgets and, uh, yeah, I played for like two years and then just kind of gave it up and then started playing men's league, beer league, the best, the best <laughs> hockey, the best, league. best hockey you can play. <laughs> um, when you guys say you grew up in the village, like what's that time span? Zero birth to like seventeen. <laughs> yeah, it was like birth to fifteen for me. Yeah. Okay. Are your parents still there? Yeah, yes. they're still in Point Hope. Right. Um, Do they just love it there? Uh, well, uh, so they're missionaries. So yeah. they, um, I guess, they probably do love it in a sense. Um, they consider it their home. Yeah, it's their sure. home. They've been in Point Hope. They, there's eight villages in the Arctic, and my dad's goal was to start. Um, villages and or churches in all eight villages. Oh, okay. And uh, he got to I think he got four. Point yeah, I think fourth. we're going on five. Yeah, um, Point Up's the f yeah the fourth one, but they liked it so much and they got so comfortable. Basically, they just kind of stayed. Yeah. And now they just kind of like try to get into the other ones. Um, they try to like be. help other people. Yeah, help other other ones. missionaries yeah. get in there. But not very many people want to go be missionaries in the Arctic, so it's kind of tough. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but I would say that they say, it's, yeah, they say it's their calling, you know, that's where they're supposed to be. And if they're not there, then God's, you know, not happy with them or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I mean you got to hand it like they were, they brought yeah. the first churches, at least of that denomination, to that part of the world. Yeah, so the first. They were like, pioneers yeah. in a way. Yeah, non, uh, first, what was it, Protestant churches? Oh, well, no. Wait, first well, Baptist churches. I mean, well, they, Episcopal? they Episcopal. That's Protestant, technically, I guess. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, we know way too much about it, <laughs> which doesn't sound like it. But <laughs> um, do you remember when Stephen left? Yep. Were you relieved or? Oh, he probably was so happy. I, I was a little happy. Yeah. <laughs> Just like I was happy when Dave left. But yeah, like yeah. Uh, um, although it was like it's still like that. I remember that kind of descending into a depressing time. Because like there was there was nobody left but me and my younger brother, 
and just like, you know, how to handle that. And when I think about how that probably shaped how I turned out later on in life, you know, like, you know, there's probably some issues that stemmed from that. But, <laughs> but yeah, no, I was happy when I left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm assuming you guys weren't really that close. No, we at hated that point. Yeah, we hated it. Yeah, it was bad. Like, um, Nick was, I mean, this is my, my idea of Nick back then was a lazy, um, fact, like he, his mouth, like he would just, it didn't matter who you were. He would just mouth off to you and like, and you have to, you know, and like, like I said, he's smarter than me. So his vocabulary at three years younger than me was better than mine. Like he would come up with stuff and I'm like, what? <laughs> so I just get irritated and I'm like, well, I'm just going to beat you up. Like that's all I know how to do. Uh, but Nick, yeah, Nick was, was Nick was I think what happened was Nick was sensitive and more artistic as a kid and then that kind of just was unfortunately like teased out of him I guess and then because we had another brother that kind of tor- tortured Nick for a couple of years that I was living there so oh yeah I forgot about him thanks thanks for bringing up those memories yeah. It was kind of like, you know, we'd all leave, and then, like, a couple of them would come back at certain times, whatever they were going through in their lives, and they'd come back, and then they'd leave. And so you'd always have, like, one or two older ones hanging around um, for whatever reason. Usually it was because they were becoming missionaries. <laughs> yeah, I want to be a preacher, too. Can I just live with you? Be, yeah, <laughs> be, yeah. I'll, I'll train under you, you know, like, yeah. Okay, well, two of them really did turn out to be... No, those are the two we're talking about. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) It was a long journey, I guess. It is, yeah. Yeah. What was your perspective of Stephen? (laughs) So, I mean, Stephen hit the nail pretty much on the head. I guess my perspective of Stephen was that he was, like, yeah, he was was a bully. Like, he was, you know, he was a little full of himself. And... (laughs) (laughs) He was the nicest guy I know. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, yeah, he didn't like uh, he didn't like anybody threatening him in any way. I guess, which you know, obviously with my superior intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> so like our personalities just kind of like clashed. Yeah, yeah we had clashed. Totally, yeah, we still have very opposed. Like he was like he was a very like cocky kind of like jock bully kind of type of personality, and I was I was a very like. <laughs> Mouthy, smart ass, like, yeah. I, no, I'm not gonna fight you, but I will talk shit to you. <laughs> like, yeah. And then run. Yeah. yeah. And then run. <laughs> cry to mom and dad. <laughs> well, you know, yeah. that was still my prerogative at that age. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Um, so, how do you think that's carried over? Like, like, at what point do you think that switched where it wasn't like? I'm not sure it ever switched. <laughs> got better. Guys, yeah. Well, Nick moved down, and then you know when you don't have brothers around. I'm not saying like we became close by default, but I mean that's kind of what it is. Like you know you start. I mean still because all we had growing up, like we didn't have friends growing up there. Right. Like you know it was more like we just had each other, and so when you're around the people that, in some way or another, have been through the same stuff you've been through. Or have the same mindset on certain things. You just you're gonna get closer, and then we ended up just hanging out more. And yeah, and uh, I mean honestly, yeah. now we're probably like out of all the brothers, and you know, we have a pretty close relationship with each other. I don't think so. we're ever around each other without getting mad at each other. No, no. but 
we kind of just, you know, we don't freak out. Yeah, like, yeah, we, yeah we don't, yeah, it doesn't affect our relationship in the future. Yeah, like, it's, it's over after a little while. Yeah. But we'll actually say we're sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you just said that, um, you guys only really had each other. You didn't really have friends. Was that because the village itself was small? I'm like I'm very unfamiliar with Point Hope. And because you guys were homeschooled? Yeah. Well, yeah. basically I guess we were home we were homeschooled because um we weren't like it's a native village. So there wasn't a lot of acceptance towards you know, outsiders. Outsiders. Um, so if we had gone to the school, it would basically just been like, you're putting us in a, you know, a MMA, cage MMA, yeah, a cage fight. Like, you know, like we're just going to get, you know, picked on or fought every day. So, yeah, we were just homeless. We were home. They actually did try it in Barrow. I think the kids went to the high school and they they got into a lot of trouble and a lot of mm-hmm. fights. So then they were just like, we're just going to homeschool and see how that goes. Um, and the only, the only way we met kids... Uh, our age was just if they came to our church, which no one came to for, like, right. years. And then eventually, like, they started accepting us a little bit more. And, and you know, we'd have, like, a couple of friends. Um, but no one, like, we still, like, You guys never, like, stayed the night at anyone's no, house. No, no, no. We, were not, no, we weren't even allowed to ride weren't allowed, bikes yeah. across the street. Which was frustrating because our, our street wasn't paved. Yeah, every other, <laughs> every other street in the village was paved pretty much. And we had the only bumpy. We were also the road. only people that lived on our street. Yeah, so like we had no connection, and then like like oh where'd you go? Like you, oh I just went. I went across the street. You're not allowed to do that. Why were you not allowed? For the same reason, oh, okay. like just fights. And yeah, like, uh, and they were they were pretty overprotective. Yeah, they safe. were very they were very overprotective. Like they didn't not only did they not want us getting in trouble, but they didn't want. Um, the possibility of a you know quote unquote bad influence. Yeah, bad influence. What they consider to be because they're yeah they're so yeah. they're so relig- you know I mean the religion's their life like literally their job yeah. and if they have kids that are you know doing stuff in the village that's so small sure that would give them a bad and reputation. I also think by the point by the time like we were growing up as kids they had been through some situations yeah there had the been some rough that made stuff. them a lot more overbearing with that kind of thing yeah there was some rough things that they had to go through with other kids so it was tough it was definitely tough on us like i really think we were bitter i was bitter against yeah, all really? the older siblings for yeah. what like how they how they how the choices they made affected our lives growing up yes. which which kind of screwed us in a lot of ways um but and yeah like obviously it's hard not to be bitter that you didn't have that much of a normal upbringing and you don't you can't you know it's harder that much harder to identify with people who had those things growing up yeah i mean like you know i know denise knows that like my one of my biggest things i was bitter about was like i actually was pretty good at hockey for growing up in a village playing on you were you still flooded flooded rain you know flooded gravel rink and i could go and play imagine if i had grown up in you know, a place even that had, Fairbanks. yeah, even yeah. just Fairbanks, where I, I would have had opportunities to play against. Imagine kids if someone had actually taught you how to play hockey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's dad, it's just dad out there yelling at you, like shoot, you know. Like, that's all we had. Like, playing against, you know, Nick's three years younger than me. My next closest brother was nine years older than me, so I had no oh, wow. one. And then to for play a while, with. he left, and it was just you playing against like me and our, you know, fifty-year-old mom. <laughs> yeah, his mom would be out there trucking along. Dad's just she still does it. Yeah, she still does. Yeah, they still. They Dave get Dave would get so mad at her. Like, <laughs> what the hell, mom? <laughs> get out of the way. It's bush league. <laughs> yeah. 
But I mean, as much as we complain about it, I mean, our upbringing was pretty awesome in a lot of ways. It did. It had you know? some like um, some experiences that a lot of other kids never could say they had. That's yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, we. I mean, I'm thinking for having both our parents around the majority of the time. Dad did try to make us. Uh, active, he would do stuff with us. Yep. You know, all the sport, every sport you could think of, he would play. Even like ping pong or foosball, he'd get us going <laughs> with something. You know, if it was too cold, and uh, you know, helping him build stuff, fix. I mean, dad fixed everything. You know, yep. um, and mom was just you know she was a homemaker. She you know, she made sure that we were you know fed as best as she could with what was you know what she had. True. Uh, but uh, you know, a lot of times that was you know. She had a full time job taking care of all of us kids, so and the church and all the people that would complain to them or show up drunk or whatever case was. So, um, but we, I mean, we had you could just ride out. That was like the best thing. I think the most freeing thing is you could just get on your four wheeler or snow machine and just drive into the wilderness. Yeah. Just and you'd be, be I mean, you're all, you are in the wilderness while. if you're just there. Yeah, you, you only had to drive like five miles, really. <laughs> yeah, you're in the mountains and just, uh, but you see like, I mean, caribou, muskox, bears, bears yeah. wolves. Like. And that's what kind of scares me. He wants me to, he wants to take me up there at some point. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that I can handle like the extreme isolation. Mm-hmm. Like at least in Fairbanks, even though we're technically isolated compared to like the rest of the country. Uh, we can still, like, drive to Anchorage, you know what I mean? We can still, like, drive yeah. out of Fairbanks. But Point Hope, like... Yeah, you're... you're if you drive out, you're just in the tundra. Yeah, like, there's you're, nothing. You're not driving to, to anywhere. And you're not driving <laughs> yeah. on the road. Yeah, it's just, like, it just runs out of town, and then it's nothing for, like, ever. Like, you can't get to the next yeah. town. Point Hope is actually Point a... Uh, what's it called? I like a... <laughs> Where it's got water. The next town's worth getting to. (laughs) (laughs) Right, yeah. Uh, uh, What's it called when there's a, like, uh, it's water on, like, two or three sides? Peninsula. Peninsula, Peninsula, yeah. Point Hope's basically a peninsula. So there's there's the Arctic Ocean all around. It's right on, that's why it's called Point Hope. Because you're literally right on the Arctic Ocean. So you only have one way to go. Yeah. Which is, you know, and... Which is into nothingness. Yeah, which is <laughs> into the wild. But I mean, yeah, I mean, it's super cool. I mean, a lot of stuff we did, no other um, kids could ever do, you know. So we're thankful for that. Um, but it was, it was a little tough. Um, I'm kind of curious, just growing up in the church so much, that's something that I didn't really grow up in, um, but have now kind of ventured in. So I'm kind of curious... Is that like opposite oh, for you? Oh, here we go. Here's, uh, <laughs> he's opening up. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, you can go first. So Nick should go first. <laughs> <laughs> so let me tell you. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, definitely, I have mixed feelings about that. I, I guess just my my thinking is kind of just like hockey, right? Is something that was kind of expected of you to enjoy, right? Um, and, and yeah, in a lot of ways, it was, it was the same. But having to kind of find it on your own. Yeah, it was the same with church. Like you know, you just you know, as a kid, you accept that as part of life, and you know, yeah, just you like just I believe know. what your parents tell you yeah. to believe, until you start thinking about it for yourself. And mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, yeah, and there are some like hard feelings, I guess, about being you know forced to yeah you know, yeah. I mean, be that 
rigid with your upbringing. Yeah, I mean, my family, my parents, our parents are very old school, fundamental Christians. Like, it's about as strict as you can get. So, without being like Amish or something. Exactly. I was going to say, they're like a few steps down from being Mennonites or something. Yeah. Um, and I feel like they've relaxed a lot just since oh, yeah. you and I have been together. Yeah. But when we first got together, I was like, we like oh. we as kids, like we as just for, I wasn't allowed to wear blue jeans because they thought that that was too worldly. worldly. Like so, they would buy me black jeans. I'm talking like we would okay. we would go to like Arizona, and I couldn't wear shorts. Oh, and I couldn't wear black. I had to wear black jeans. If we went to a pool, we had to wear white t-shirts and like. Yeah. You know, I feel. Cargo, I mean, the, 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 you should be interviewing us. You should be interviewing our sisters and what they had. Yeah, to that's true. But um, they had to wear culottes. I don't even know what that is. It's like a you short know, dress. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, it's, like, yeah, it's a skirt it looks, where it's like separated. Well, they weren't even they weren't even allowed to wear pants. They couldn't even wear pants. Oh, like yeah. they had pants to wear they had to wear dresses all the time. Okay. And unless I mean, mom one time the only time she would wear pants is when she played hockey, and mm. that was it. So. But like the culottes, though, they had to wear if they went swimming. Mm-hmm. They'd have to. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. It was rough. Yeah. yeah. But. Uh, what was it? What was it? Well, plenty yeah. of boys wear shirt like T-shirts in the pool. Like that's not a weird no, that's not thing. too weird. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, it's a little weird, but it's not like why is that girl in culottes yeah. and a T-shirt? You know. Well, yeah. I mean, if there are people there, they probably they would be like, no, we can't go yeah, to people true. there. Well, so. there's, not, there's only a couple people there, and Dad's like, no. We're still <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a bikini. You gotta run away. <laughs> Cover your eyes, kids. <laughs> Uh, what are you looking at? <laughs> 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 Sid. Um, no, I mean, you know, and you know, just like things like that. Like you're almost embarrassed. Like you didn't even really know why you were embarrassed. You just know that, like, what you were. Yeah, like, you, you were knew you stood out. Like, yeah, you knew yeah. you were standing. Yeah, you're standing out, and it was very. You were very aware of that. Yeah. And I'm sure, like, for, at least for me, like, that carries over, like, in, carried over into adulthood. You know, like, I always kind of feel like I'm standing out for some <laughs> Right. We're, like, I mean, we're all a little, like, like we said, we don't really, I mean, yeah, we're talking a lot, but, because we know you guys. But, uh, <laughs> like, we don't talk when we're in, around people. We don't, no, and crap, no. we're socially, like, pretty much all of us are socially awkward. Um, something I that I've gotten better at, but... I think you guys, in like across the board, are less socially awkward than than people would expect from your well, kind of Well, I think that's upbringing. I think that's because there were so many of us. So you were True. still around. We at least had each other. Yeah, you always had like so many different personalities. Yeah. Like if it was yeah. just me and Nick, who knows what we'd do? <laughs> <laughs> like we'd be un- until I wouldn't be married. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it would just be horrible. Uh, but, but yeah, I mean, like I. Re- uh, I am still to answer your question. I'm still a you know a Christian, a believer. I believe in God. I you know believe in the Bible. Um, I have a belief system. It's nowhere near as uh, stringent as my parents. There are a lot of things that they believe that I don't agree with. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still think that foundation. Eventually, like Nick said, like once you develop your own relationship with God, that's where that you know that's where you get it from the peace or the you know understanding when it's forced on you you can't expect you know like we had have to wear suits and ties you know three times four times a week 
when no one else is wearing, you know, yeah. yeah, you just, yeah, you felt awkward. And then you're like, you're able to hang out with them and like in the church, but you can hang out with these kids anywhere else. So it's like, how are you actually you supposed know? to develop any kind of friendship? Yeah. Or, like yeah. they just looked at you as, like we, how I felt is they just all looked at us as freaks, like especially with like girls and stuff. Mm-hmm. It was like, not that, you know, anyway, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but like, I was just like, how am I supposed to like, try to talk to a like we weren't supposed to but like how am i supposed to talk to a girl anyway if this is how i'm that's yeah. true yeah. you know so when i moved out at like 15 took me a, probably a couple of months to like get in get, get in the groove you know like oh this is you know because you go from like no connection with anybody to like being on a team yeah. with a bunch of crazy spoiled rotten like kids that are just doing whatever they want and it was like culture shock and I was like <laughs> I need to like you know I need to like kind of I had to find my like space where it was like I'm not going crazy like these kids and dude partying all the time but I'm not like isolating yourself I'm not being a, like a, a dude in a suit at church you know so. <laughs> <laughs> you wanted to fit in I wanted to fit in but I, I was never I was never like a huge party well yeah you had to find like you want to fit in but you also got to find like basically who you are as a person right. instead that, of just was, emulating what you see other people do. Right. We didn't know who we were exactly when we left home. Like, we had no idea. Like, um, and so basically what most kids discover what they want or what they want to do or what their interests are, we didn't... Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what, you know, growing up is for normally. Like, <laughs> yeah. going to high school and, you know, figuring this stuff out. Yeah, we didn't have any of that. So it was... Uh, it was hand, you were handcuffed to start. Yeah, yeah. But it's like um, being raised in a lab or something. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I would say a lab. It, they weren't testing us. They were, uh, it was more like you know, a prison. Uh, <laughs> you're allowed to do the same things, and that's it. Well, he's like, getting too big. I guess we'll just send him out into the wild now and, and take care of himself. Yeah, take yeah. care of himself. Yeah, figure it out. Figure it out. Uh. I mean, 15, I feel like, is still pretty young. Yeah. I don't, I don't know that I would have survived. Well, that was, that was the only <laughs> thing, which, which again, was, was well, sucked. Yeah. yeah. We won't go into that. <laughs> <laughs> what sucked for Dick was, uh, like, I had hockey, and that's pretty much the only thing that, like, my dad would allow you, allow to, you to go for, do. Yeah. yeah. Um, which Nick didn't want to do it, so, like, kind of sucked for him. You were how old when you moved down? Uh, 17. I was going to say, I don't think he was quite eight. You weren't quite 18 no. yet. Yeah. So, I mean, it was still younger than mo- most people. Well, they'd always have ulterior motives for us moving down, too. Like, um, what well. Do you, what you, do you mean when you say moving down? Moving down from the village to Fairbanks. Okay. To civilization. Fairbanks, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's true. Um, yeah, so like usually there was a motive like, oh well, because they own a house, they own a house here. Okay. So and my sister, one of my sisters, bought it with them, um, so they would pay halves with that with her. But you know they always wanted someone else to live there to like help her and then pay rent. So if so I moved down, I immediately started paying rent, and uh, well, at that point they're. Two, yeah, they're two. Well, yeah, two so yeah. I was still playing hockey. Well, then you, one guys, sister you guys got didn't married. live there right off the bat when you moved on, though, right? No, but I had to pay rent at the apartment we were living at. I'm just saying. Let's, let's get the facts straight here. <laughs> so, yeah, so at 16, I was working a full time job, playing hockey full time, and paying rent and homeschooling myself. 
Because I was still ungraduated yet. And that was... I'm afraid that wouldn't have worked for me, homeschooling It didn't work myself. No, no, it didn't work. <laughs> I'm an idiot, so... No. Uh, yeah. We don't need to go into my my school. <laughs> Let's just say, if you didn't know how to do something, it was pretty easy to cheat. <laughs> so Nick was... You were 17 when you moved down, and but you had graduated at that point, right? You graduated a little bit early? Yeah, yeah. I just basically did both grades back-to-back so I could graduate early. So that you could leave? Yeah. And what was... I kind of remember when you first moved down, but... Going to Nick's story after he moved down. Oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because your your both of your paths, like your journeys, were very different. They, yeah, they split quite a bit there. Yeah. There was a fork in the road. <laughs> I took the right one. <laughs> well, yeah. Which is which was Denise. They got married. And, uh, yeah, that's that's fair. Um, um, so yeah, I, I came down and. It was it was a lot like Stevens in a way. Like I moved in with my par- into my parents' house. I immediately mm-hmm. started working full time and paying rents. And you know, I, I think just like there was a lot of I didn't know it at the time, but yeah, you know, I didn't have as good of a relationship with my parents as at least with my dad as uh, Steve did. So there was a lot of bent up like just like rebellion, I guess you could say. Yeah. And still feeling like even though I was on my own, I was expected to be under their rules, yeah. and like they're still like trying to control my life is how I felt. And, like you have to be in church three times. A yeah, week. I mean that was definitely the same it for was, him yeah, too. Yeah. That was crazy. And I just I just lied about it. Everybody. Yeah, and yeah, you know, like but no, you handled it the right way. Like you found you know you found Denise, and you guys went out on your own. Whereas I just like started lashing out a little bit more. <laughs> I was like, "Well, fine. I'll, I'll, this girl will let me move in with her. I'm not. I'm not living here anymore." <laughs> it was good for a few months, right? Like with Susie, when it was just you guys it was, together. It was, yeah. Like we, you know, there, I don't. I think Susie's a sister. Yeah, the yeah, sister. Yeah, the house, just to yeah. clarify. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I don't. I want to say at least for a good. I was there a while. It was a good a year, I think. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, like, I just, like, I started developing more of a, you know. Social life. Yeah, social activities, and I wanted to go out and do things, and, you know, I wanted to have people over without it being, like, a huge you wanted, thing. You wanted to be a teenager. Yeah, like, I wanted yeah. to do what I never got to do Yeah, you want, yeah in you high want, school. Oh, maybe I want to smoke a little weed. Maybe I want to Maybe I want to bring a girl home. Yeah. Maybe I want to be out past 9 o'clock, you know, like. <laughs> Maybe I don't want to go to church this Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and then things just started like going downhill from there. I think Susie was going through her own kind of things there, where she got a little. We both got a little difficult to live with, and yeah, it just wasn't working out. Well, and it was tough too when you guys were living with your sister because she was in regular communication with your parents. Oh. True. I mean, yeah, it was like yeah. So it's not like you really were. I mean. You weren't with your parents anymore. You were but they stu- were at, they absolutely knew everything. Yeah, you were on a doing leash. Yeah, you were you were on a leash. Which yeah, yeah it really she hadn't sucked. she had no problem calling them up. <laughs> like hey, so this is what. Let me give you the lowdown. I mean, it was every day. Yeah. Yeah. Every day she would call them. Yeah. Um. But she has her own issues. She had her own issues, but. We're all we're all hunky dory now. Yeah, everything's yeah, fine. We all get along fine. Back then it was a little interesting. Yeah. But uh. Yeah, I mean there was some there was some interesting interesting times. I yeah, I mean I wanted to move out 
But I, I, yeah, Nick was more rebellious. I was more of like, if I just try to keep everyone happy, then I won't have any issues. So like, I would just try to appease uh, my parents and you know, Susie and like just you know, basically I would just be lying right the whole time and just be like, oh, I'm I'm oh I'm just going to hang out at you know my brother Dave's house for the night. No, I'm really going to spend the night at. A girl's house, maybe get some weed, and you know, and like, you know, or I'm going to a party with some buddies or something. But whereas you were just more like, I'm just, I'm going I was to just a party like, to smoke weed. <laughs> so no, no one's anybody. ever been happy. I don't see any reason that's going to change. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Because I, I feel like I would be Nick in this situation in the teenage years, and my sister would be Stephen. Like, mm. let me just. Make sure everybody's happy. Smooth, smooth. Maybe I shouldn't, or I'd be like, bye. (laughs) Yeah, I remember getting frustrated with Steven several times because it was like, uh, is it really that important to, like, keep your parents happy than, like, come hang out with me? Like, I don't understand. Like, it did not make any sense to me. And I don't, like, looking back on it now, it doesn't make sense to me why I thought that either. Like, I should have just been like, well, I mean, I I can see that. Because, like... Yeah, it's like they put the fear in you. Well, no, but you also had like, you had, uh, yeah, maybe not mom, but you at least had dad's approval for so long growing up, and you were kind of his favorite. So I could see why you don't want to lose that. You want to continue to maintain that good relationship. Yeah, I mean, I'm not the favorite, but Mm. Mm. (laughs) you don't know what it was like when you left. (laughs) (laughs) We don't need to go down that that rabbit trail, but um. No, I mean, yeah. If uh, I think you secretly always want. Yeah, you always want course. your. Yeah. You always it's like want a your natural parents to improve, thing yeah. to want is like your parents. Again, I, you know, we're probably painting our parents in like this horrible light. Yeah, no, no. they're great. They're, they're great people. Yeah, like they, they, they really do love you. They do. <laughs> they want the best for you. It's just that pretty much everything that they want for you stems from religion. Exactly. So, if you're right with God, again, quotation marks then you're in God's will and then things will happen good for you and and blah blah blah. Oddly enough though, once me and Denise got married, a lot of the like Christian guilting that they were giving me kinda went away. Well like, I mean yeah you weren't living in sin anymore. Yeah we weren't so. yeah, we were, yeah, shacking up. <laughs> yeah. I do remember we had talked about moving in for so long because at at that at the point that we moved in we were together for like over three years, maybe like. Was it? No, it wasn't. Yeah. It was a while. We no. were. We had been together for three. We years. got together at eighteen, right? Yeah. And I still wasn't able to, to legally drink when we moved in together okay. for like so like two years. Two, two and a half years. No, because we got married right before you turned twenty-two, and we were only engaged for nine months. Oh, was it that long ago? it's crazy crazy, right but yeah we were super young but i remember we had been talking about it for a while and i was like yeah like let's this makes sense we're together all the time anyways like we're basically living together as it is except for we don't like share the rent and you don't stay the night here but like i was running a place anyways yeah i was like let's just move in and and I remember being in the car, and his parents had been were in town, and I kept saying, like, did you talk to him? Did you talk to him? Like, you got to tell him. You got to tell him they're going to move in to- together. Like, I know they're not going to be happy, but you just have to tell him. And 
I remember like after they talked about it and they had like quickly convinced him not to because <laughs> Steven just wanted to make everybody happy. So he's just like agreed, you know, like, okay, you're right. Yeah. Like I won't do it. I won't do it. That's not how we're in the car talking about it. And he's like, and I'm like, what, what happened? Like, I don't know. And he's like, well, you're making me move in. <laughs> <laughs> And I was just like, whoa, 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 whoa. Well, to Hold be fair, you phone. were making me move in with you. <laughs> you were like, I need to get this on lock. I can't let this get away. We gotta, we gotta get him living with me. No, no, no. He can help me pay rent. That's definitely. I mean, yeah, absolutely. You could help me pay rent. The person you're like. I know. And then I like when I finally moved in with you, and uh, like my rent went down and I had like a way bigger space with all this freedom and like I was like what? why did I do this like like I had a beer in the fridge like this is awesome uh, but I feel like to get back to Nick like after you moved down it was good for about a year and then did you move in with a girlfriend yes and that was short lived <laughs> <laughs> and um yeah, after that, I think, yeah, we went our separate ways. I think, like, actually, like she got, like, evicted or something. Oh, <laughs> so I was like, well, that, that was, that sucks. <laughs> That's about my luck. <laughs> um, and then after that, like, yeah, things kind of spiraled. You know, there was some, you know, like, I had uh, another brother of ours who was going through some personal issues at the time, too. And, yeah, we, uh sort of kind of fed off each other for a while getting into different sorts of trouble and it snowballed there for a good year or so to you know some uh yeah yeah long story short <laughs> you know you have you have your you know drug use and police records and you were homeless for sleeping in yeah breaking, breaking yeah. into dead we don't talk about that <laughs> <laughs> well uh, i think that's something that you got out like literally crawled out of I mean, yes. I think yeah. that's yeah. a really like something that you should be kind of, not maybe not proud to talk about but it's definitely I feel something like something you overcame yeah, yeah right and you, you know and it definitely you know it made me smarter and stronger as a person like you know you, there's a lot of lessons you can take away from that a lot of people don't take lessons away from that kind of thing yeah, yeah. and I think that's the main thing like was there I'm, something in particular that happened that made you like, oh shit, I should probably do something about this? I mean, I won't say it was any one. I remember situation. Well, we for that year we were in Florida. That's the year. I do remember that we were yeah. we were in Florida, and like I could tell, like when we left after the wedding, like Nick was still like pretty normal at the wedding, and then we left, yeah. and then I could like him and I could tell. I get texts or calls, and it would be like Dave or Nick like asking for money. Or like, could you send us this? And um, then I, you know, started hearing things. And they're like, I, you know, they got kicked out of Susie's. They were both living well, there. Well, I, I didn't get kicked out of Susie's. <laughs> oh yeah, whatever the whatever the case was. I, oh yeah, then, initially yeah. Yeah, and then when we moved back, we saw. I had no idea how bad off our other brother was. And then Nick. You could tell Nick wanted to get out of whatever he was in. Yeah, I feel like by the time we got there, you were pretty much. You were like, ah, this sucks. Like, this yeah, sucks. like I was, yeah, I was working my way, trying to work my way out of it, or at least I had that desire at that point. Yeah. 
But can, I mean, I guess, like, to go back to Jordan's question, like, can you remember, like, a specific time or something where you're just, like, this is it, like, I'm, I have to get out of this, like, this is not something that I want to be doing right now. Or did you separate yourself from the other brother? Well, I think not really, even though I should have, but I do think... There were some there were some key moments with him just watching what he what he was doing to himself like he I remember one time in particular he was driving somewhere in his car and just you know doing whatever he was doing at the time and he just passed out in the car like in the middle While of the street driving? yeah like scary he didn't like crash or anything I think he woke up and like pulled over a little bit but he spent the whole night in the car because he just couldn't move or do anything else. And he woke up, and it was, like, one of the hottest summers ever, of course. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah. yeah, it was pretty bad. And it's just, like, seeing him, things like that happen to him, and then situations I'd find myself in were like, well, like, I guess I'm just going to, you know, curl up on this park bench for a few hours. Like, you know, like, there were some moments where I was just like, this is, like, I need to, nothing's going to happen if I don't start changing something, and mm-hmm. I need to, I'm, I'm going to have to do this myself. I remember having a conversation with you after we got back um, before Susie let you move back in for that brief period and mm-hmm. then you found your own place. But I remember like right before that, I had a conversation with you in Susie's kitchen about like how I could relate and that my brother that I always looked up to and like wanted to be there for me and wanted him to be the big brother I always wanted to be, he had so many issues with addiction and everything else at the time that like I could he couldn't be that person for me and I remember kind of trying to relate to you and like and kind of like we all love that person but we could see what it was doing to you and it was like you were still at that time like maybe savable a little bit more so than he was at the time yeah and I remember just and thinking like how young you were and everything else to be going through stuff that was like so intense and just really trying to have like a heart to heart with you to like hopefully like (laughs) I do remember that and yeah you guys were a big help in a lot of ways when you came back just for nothing else being able to talk to someone who was separated from everything that had been going on and can talk to you about it objectively. You guys hadn't been in town. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much everyone else, like, you know, know, a lot of people probably in the family probably should have helped in some way that didn't. Um, Well, I think sometimes you just don't know how. Yeah, you don't know how, and then yeah, pretty much everybody had kids, and Mm -hmm. you know, you can't like priorities and whatnot. But um, yeah, I mean, that was definitely a rough, a rough stretch. but watching you, I mean, you went from that when we got there to not having a, you know, you didn't have any anywhere, almost anything. I mean, you barely had any belongings left. True. Um, <laughs> it's pretty yeah, impressive it's, that by the yeah. time, I mean, within like less than a year, you had a job, you had like a place to stay, like, you know, it, it, it did get to the point where you were just like, I, you know, I've, I've tried and I've fought and I've gotten to this place and I just can't seem to get any further than this so you chose to go back to Point Hope for a few years but I just feel like that scenario could have gotten worse and instead like you like yeah. you 
got better. Like you, you know, put in the work and the time and the effort to get out of it. Right. Uh, you know, in a way, like doesn't kill you, makes you stronger. True. In a way, I'm just lucky to have like been able to see it that way instead of just like accepting things and like being, well, this is the way it is, and yeah, there's nothing I can do about it, and life sucks. Yeah, or you still had a good head on your shoulders, even if something else, some choices weren't as great as they should have been. But you still knew, like, you know, and, like, that probably does come back to our upbringing, like. Well, we didn't have a whole lot of, like, practical life experience. <laughs> no. A lot of, yeah, pretty much everything that ha- would happen to you was a new experience, you know, like. But, but you know, if you if you fight, you know, if you go through that stuff and then you come out a little bit better because of it, I mean. I don't, know. I don't know if I would say you you you're glad you went through all that. But, you know. <laughs> well, you know, I got some good stories. You got some good stories. Yeah. True. I can laugh about it now. True. That's just, I was only able to do that like three months ago. <laughs> it's, a, it's a new thing. <laughs> I've been cracking jokes about it for a while. So. <laughs> yeah, because I guess this was what that was 2013, like six years ago. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I mean, after, so after the yeah after that you moved back to Point Hope, mm-hmm. you became the postmaster of the post office there, saved up a bunch of money, got a dog, yep, <laughs> got a four wheeler, which you know probably wasn't the smartest thing to buy. That's a necessity fun. there, right? Well, there, yeah, they don't even really have very many vehicles, so you just get on a four wheeler, and that's where you. Hey, you don't know. That's your man. transportation. Like having that escape. That's what I was saying. Like that's where you just ride out and just yep. <laughs> every weekend to be like, well, I'm gonna be, I'll be back Saturday. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll try to be back by church time, but <laughs> taking my dog, going out into the hills. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, and then you save up and move back down, and that—that that also I think was a huge like growing experience for me. Is just like going back to where I started from and being able to view all these things from a new perspective, and just like you know taking like accounting, you know, taking account of how much I've grown as a person, where I haven't grown as a person, and my relationship with my parents. Like being there definitely like. My relationship with our parents is way better than it ever was before. Like That's, we actually have a relationship now. So. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense actually. So, yeah, well, well, that was one of the best decisions I made. Yeah, definitely. it took it took balls to make that decision, and you know it was probably a little humbling. It was <laughs> uh, to go back to live in your parents' house and whatnot, but um, it was one hundred percent the right decision. Definitely. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, you know, and then you know you had two other brothers there that. You can hang out with, right? Stuff yeah. With, so, yeah, it was like being kids again for a while. I mean, after a while, the novelty wore off. But, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. This is like being kids again. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it kind of sucked for me because, like, right? Yeah, you didn't have any brothers left in town. Yeah, so yeah, I remember because like Dave was here, was in Fairbanks, but he wasn't really in Fairbanks, if you know what I mean. Right. And then you moved down, so I was hanging out with you a lot, and we were having fun. And then I moved to Florida. We moved to Florida. And I came back. Dave still was in Fairbanks. Dave still was in Fairbanks. Fairbanks, Not really. (laughs) And then we hung out again for a little while. And then you were gone. And I had no brothers. Because Dave actually ended up also going back to the village. Yeah, Dave ended up also going back to the village. Um, 
Which there were a lot of mixed feelings about that. <laughs> yeah. But that's his story to tell. Well, no, I mean, just the fact that we both went there at the same time after oh, having yeah. gotten to so much like crap together. You know. Yeah, I was like, that's not a good idea. You <laughs> <laughs> uh, keep them apart. Uh, but yeah, and then you say I was a little lonely. And when you moved back, I was super stoked. I was like, man, yeah, got a you know, drinking buddy again. Somebody to play hockey with. Go do. St- I mean, not that we really hang out that much. But, <laughs> We do see each other twice, at least twice a week, I guess. Yeah, but, that's true. Um, pretty much our texts are like, "Who's bringing beer to the game tonight?" <laughs> uh, hey, can you bring beer tonight? Why wow, you broke? <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's not how I beat it to say it. It's more like, "Why are you broke?" <laughs> yeah. You need a beer, buddy. <laughs> yeah. So that's because I, I don't want to drink PBR every hockey game. Either. Hey, I'm just trying to be economical here. <laughs> I appreciate it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we have we still have a lot of fun. Yeah, we, yeah, it is fun, and yeah, in a lot of ways, like we, you know, we have a connection because we grew up like right underneath each other, and we saw a lot of the same things. But really, no other bro- no other two brothers are going to have. So yeah. yeah, yeah, I feel like maybe like. Two of the first three could have had it, but they all just they all just went their separate, separate ways, ways. They, so like, quickly after is, they left. Yeah, they were nuts though. Yeah, like they were they were crazy. That I mean, it's like it was like the wild west because they were yeah. up there in the early eighties. Yeah, it was like it was the wild west up there. <laughs> and there's they were like the only white people, the only white family, and threw them right into the high school, and like it was, yeah, yeah. it was rough. That was that was from what I mean. I was a baby, basically, and from what I've heard, like it was chaos for a lot of a lot of the time they were there. They can have their own; they have their own stories. But um, so, in, keeping that in mind, like we were angels. <laughs> that's, that's a fair point. I mean, I never well, did we, anything until I was out of their habits. <laughs> yeah, like I never, I never got caught doing anything until I left. So, well, even though I, was, you know, I still got away with it, so. <laughs> it's true. Nobody sees it; it never happened. That's right. It's a tree was it? If a tree falls in the forest or whatever, it's <laughs> yeah. by any other name, would it smell the same way? <laughs> <laughs> what are those? Something like that. Uh, um, I do just kind of have like one more question. I'm just curious because you grew up in such a large family. Do you foresee yourself having such a large family? Or are you like, hell no, I want to have like yeah. two? They're yeah. both shaking. Maybe their heads, three kids. So yeah, well. Or like homeschooling. <laughs> no. No. Uh, no. I'm not even going to do homework because I can't. <laughs> I can't even help. Shadow's going to be like, Dad, can you help me? Nope. Yeah. Ask your mom. Yeah. yeah. Uh, fractions. <laughs> Are talking about like simple addition? Um, <laughs> no, definitely. I mean, like I, I mean, I love the relationships I have with my siblings. Um, uh, but no, I don't want. I don't <laughs> want a lot of kids. I don't want a, a big family. We have one, and uh, that's been enough for now. You know, for now, and we'll see what happens. But um, they're going. They're going to public school too. <laughs> I don't even think I want a kid. <laughs> so I can't really weigh in on that. That's funny. If you do, will you homeschool him? No. Well, I will say that I will give him as typical of a 
growing up experience <laughs> was like as yeah. you can yeah that yeah that's probably my biggest wish for charlotte and any other kids that we have is i just want it to be normal i guess um like yeah. I said, it's not like it was a horrible for us. No, it wasn't. Anything, but but like, I don't want my I wouldn't want my kid to look back and think I'm disadvantaged in a lot of ways because of the way. Yeah, my I will say was. that we were extremely disadvantaged, not just in personal um, like relationships and stuff like that, but uh, any kind of real life experience we just didn't have. Like we, I didn't know how to like do anything. Like when it, like. Barely knew how to like go to the store and buy anything. I didn't have like any idea how to. You know. I remember Elizabeth couldn't pump gas. Yeah, she yeah, like, Elizabeth couldn't <laughs> pump her own gas. Like it, it was right. just For, like a long time. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, there's stuff we just didn't know how to deal with in the real world. So, um, yeah, things that are just like you know like something that's a way of life from the time you're like 14 for most people like we've never done before. <laughs> yeah. Um, Mom and Dad, if you're listening, we love you. <laughs> we won't we won't trade you guys for anything in the world. Yeah. yeah. You guys are amazing. Keep fighting the good fight. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we support you. <laughs> you still support us. Sometimes. If you move down and you could babysit a little bit more, that'd be great. <laughs> well, thank you guys for coming on. Yeah. Talking it was awesome. with us. Thanks for opening up. Anytime you need a filler. No. Oh wait, wait, wait! Can we just tell the? Can you just tell the story of when um, you guys were kids and you? He's there both. Somehow like you hurt Nick's head. Oh. Which time? Yeah. Well. Yeah. Well, there's one specific time that I think he knows. Oh. So, we didn't have like we didn't have a lot to do, so we would ride the snow machine. And uh, like I said before, Nick was an extremely lazy <laughs> child. Uh, he didn't want to do anything he didn't want to do. Um, so we would tie a sled to the back, like a you know sledding, you know plastic sled mm-hmm. to the back of the snow machine, and tow each other around. Uh, and I was always pretty careful, except for this one time. But Nick, Nick, instead of like sitting and holding on to the sled, he would just lay there. <laughs> Just laying, feet hanging off, arms hanging off, and I'd be like, "Nick, stand up! You're gonna fall off!" And you know, and so he was just like, nah, "I'm not gonna do what you want me to do." And so I was like, "Fine, keep doing it." And so I just, I just like sped up and I slammed on the brake and I whipped it around, and uh, he flew off because <laughs> it's so windy there. There's not much snow; like it's usually just hard packed. Oh, okay. Um. Yikes. So, <laughs> so he falls off, and then like I'm like, all right, well, all right, fine. You you really want to sit down now? I was gonna go up to him and yell at him, but then I saw like his hat had come off. Oh my god. We weren't wearing helmets, like we we didn't wear helmets or anything, and uh, <laughs> and he's like, ah, my head. And I'm like, what's wrong? And I just see it, and I'm like, whoa. <laughs> so I like shove his hat back on. I race. <laughs> I race to the church, which was right next to our house, and I like go into the bathroom and I rip the head off. And I'm like, ah, <laughs> like, oh my god, it's so bad. There's so much blood. I was like, I think we're gonna have to tell mom. I think we're, I think we're actually gonna have to tell mom about this one. 
And it was like a giant gash. I mean, it, it was probably like that big. I mean, he still has a scar. It was like eight stitches. Yeah, well, it's probably more than that. Oh, but it was like all in his hair. To be honest, I can't refute any of this because I do not remember it. <laughs> I you're probably like, so Steve. Steve has his version of the story that I can't say isn't true. You're like so. five, I think it was like five or six, which I means older, I was I was like, older than that. You're older than like that. seven. Yeah. Like that. So yeah, I, was, yeah, yeah I, was. I just I. <laughs> that you went to the church first. Yeah, yeah. well, you, I had like, to check tried out. To, like, yeah, it it's like, well, maybe I was thinking, like, maybe, maybe it'll it was, stop bleeding. Yeah, I was like, well, maybe uh, there was so much blood. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was bad. And I was like, I don't know what he hit with his head, but but Nick's head has always been like the most hard object. <laughs> That's true. Like, looking back, I think that may have killed most seven year olds. <laughs> like, Nick, like he, if Nick was in a headbutting competition, he would win all the time. Like, I would try to hurt his head. Like, it was so hard. But it, was, like, it was just a brick, brick wall. Um, yeah, we tried. We tried to keep everything as far as like most kids getting hurt. Um, yeah. From your don't parents. Tell mom, don't yeah. Tell don't mom. One person. Like, I'll give you this. One person yeah. gets in trouble. Yeah. 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 Hey, M&Ms. Thanks for joining us once again on Mental Maintenance Monday. We wanted to take time to remind you that your story deserves to be told. That's right. And you can always reach out to us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at Mental M Podcast or email us at mmpodcast1 at gmail.com. We love you. Bye.